You are listening to Meet Me at the Tzomet, the Intersection, with Jewish Connectivities, Rabbi Arnie Samlin, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Jewish Connectivity and Rabbi Samlin, please visit jewishconnectivity.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom, this is Rabbi Arnie Samlin. And I welcome you as we join the Tzomet of the Intersection. Now, we call these things Tzomet because usually what it's doing is taking an intersection between a real-life challenge and looking at areas in which Jewish wisdom can help shed some light on how you face that challenge. This is going to be a little bit different because today I'm going to talk about a Jewish issue first and then related to Jewish wisdom. So, the Jewish challenge is that a study was recently released of the New York Jewish community that talked about how the community has changed over the years. Now, one of the things that it's found is that there's a new, what I would call, fastest growing group in the Jewish community here in the New York area. Now, you might think it was Orthodox. Well, the Orthodox community does have a large birth rate, but that's not it. Reform. Now, reform had been growing, but not so much anymore. Conservative? No. Declining, at least in numbers. Reconstructionist? Also in slight decline. The fastest growing group, according to this study, is other. That's right, other. None of the above. Now, in fairness, those categories, reform, conservative, orthodox, reconstructionist, really refer to religious Jews. And there are certainly plenty of Jews who don't define themselves in religious terms. But even those who do define themselves as religiously Jewish don't necessarily want to fit into those molds. Now, let's take a look at what other meant in this study. Well, other included people who are cultural Jews or who define themselves as secular Jews. It also included people who defined their Jewish identity probably by things like participation in social justice causes or political activism on behalf of the Jewish people. I would imagine, too, that people who are Israeli-born most likely didn't want to fit into one of those groups. Their connection to the Jewish people is their nationality and their language. It's a little bit different. Also, probably folks who were born or who were descendants of those born in the former Soviet Union, don't necessarily identify with those groupings of what type of Jew are you. It wasn't part of their experience, and in many cases still isn't. Then there are Jews who are do-it-yourselfers, who really want to create their own Jewish path. There are also Jewish people who consider themselves post-denominational, or just plain Jewish. I actually put myself in that category. Although I guess to some extent I'm also a do-it-yourselfer. But this group is the fastest growing group. It now comprises, ready for this, one-third of the Jews in the greater New York area, the largest Jewish community in the country. And if that's true in New York, it's probably true in other places as well. Maybe more so, maybe less. But certainly it's going to be somewhat true. The question is, what do we do if we're one of those other? And if you're a Jewish person, what do you want to do to bring that other group 
into Jewish life and support them in the choices that they're making and how they want to be Jewish. Certainly a part of my coaching work is helping to coach people who really are looking to set their own Jewish path and not be pigeonholed within a religious movement per se. I think there's a lot of room for all of us to be supportive of people who are looking to forge their own path. I look at folks who might be gay, lesbian, community members who aren't necessarily comfortable fitting into one of those movements. Jews of color who may not feel comfortable in synagogues that belong to one of those movements, regardless of what the movements may try to do. These are really challenging times for us. Now here's the thing. Way back in Jewish history, there was a man who became known as Acher, the other, the outsider. When we think about the word other and what it means to be part of the other, well, Acher was this guy who was a really knowledgeable rabbi in the Talmud, and he eventually developed beliefs that put him outside of the community. As a matter of fact, later in his life, there's an antagonism between him and the organized Jewish community. And yet, there are those who state that you could follow Acher's viewpoints on Jewish law, but just not his theology. But I wonder about what it means to be outside, to be other. I wonder if Acher's whole life would have looked different if instead of being referred to as Acher, the other, if he was embraced warmly and told, you know what, there's still a space for you in this community. I think we have to find ways to be embracing and to be accepting of a pretty wide assortment of beliefs, practices, and ways in which people choose to be Jewish. I'd love to hear your opinions. Please be sure to post comments on the Facebook wall of JCAST Network or on my Twitter feed, Jewish Connective. Leave the E off. It'd be great to hear from you. Go out there and make great things happen. Shalom.